Welcome to our last episode. Yeah, that too. Welcome to our last episode. Uh, I am Brett the Hatfield. Joining me tonight, the People's Champion, Stevie Grants. 
Hello. It it was apparently my birthday yesterday. <laughs> okay, according wanna... to certain someone on Twitter. Um. Okay. I you made explain. you made me feel really bad out that because when people send you well wishes, but it's not your birthday, <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm somehow responsible and guilty when people have just been nice to me and I have to go. It's, it's not my birthday. I I don't know what happened, because, like, my fucking Google app on my phone said, to, uh, birthday today, Stevie Grant. And well, then, and then I checked Facebook, and then there was, no like, no alert, and I'm like, uh, okay, what's going on? Uh, whatever, I'll send a tweet anyway, because I, I don't have your birthday, <laughs> I don't have your birthday memorized. Um, yeah, but you'd, you'd trust, the thing is, I've never put my birthday on, like, Google Plus or anything, so it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> well, I think it would say it. that. I think it gets it from my Facebook because I have my Google and Facebook linked or something. I, I think it's like an Android thing, but, but it's uh, not my thingy majiggy. Yeah, my, that's what uh, I don't get. It was really. It's on weird. my I Facebook. Was... I'll, I'll tell you guys now. It's June fifth. Uh, if you want to send me presents, do that. That would be nice. Yeah, send them to uh, to me, and uh, I will make sure he gets them eventually. Yeah. Make sure I get them next May when it's apparently my birthday now. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. I don't know what the hell happened there. It was really weird. What the hell happened is that you didn't look at what actually was my birthday. (laughs) I didn't do the research. You didn't do your research. Yeah, talk about journalistic integrity. God. (laughs) Ethics and Sega addicts. Uh, yeah, things. don't, 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 don't <laughs> I'm we'll not get going into there. A, no, we're, we're not, going not going there. We're not going to use the double G word around here. Ah, <laughs> oh, Nick from the podcast is in the IRC chat. He says, I came here pretty much just to tell Stevie that Cyclops is terrible. So Cyclops is not terrible. We're, we'll start talking about Sega in a second, I promise. But um, <laughs> there was a thing on Twitter where Shigadi, our good friend Shigzilla, a friend of the site for a, a good while, our uh, biggest fan, our biggest fan, and we're his biggest fan as well. It goes in an infinite loop, like a, a human centipede fish- that never <laughs> ends. <laughs> and and he was saying how he likes Cyclops. The human sugar pea, but he was saying how much that um, he likes Cyclops, the X-Man character, and I agree with him, and I think him and me are the only people that actually agree on the subject. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Brett? Where do you stand on Cyclops? Um, I can take him or leave him. I don't play as him in Marvel, so... Well, who is your favourite X-Person, then? Uh, oh, shit. Probably X-23. I, I like You've got to pick one that people know, Brett. Oh, she's the female Wolverine. With uh, claws on her feet. People don't know that one. Is just say Storm or Wolverines? Just say oh, that. Oh, uh, well, between those two, Wolverine. Okay, there you go. Oh, the sexist. <laughs> What's wrong with Storm? She's too overpowered in Marvel. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going. Look, by everything tears. comes back to fighting games with me, yo. <laughs> Okay, right. Well, she's actually the best one in Marvel, apart from oh, Cable. Fl- Flocky and Happy Dude are ganging up on you, and I don't know. I don't know if Tom is ganging up on you either, but he's in the chat now. If you want okay, to, uh... okay, I'm gonna have to access the chat so I can tell you guys how wrong you are because you're Absolutely. dumb. You think that Cyclops isn't good. If you want to interact with us live tonight. There's the, the Twitter hashtag AddictsAM, 
There's also the Radio Sega IRC. It's just radiosega slash IRC. And it's a... working tonight. It's working tonight. I'm so happy. Yay. Also, Zashda says Stevie is literally the worst. Uh, how wow. am I the worst? I was telling you guys <laughs> what no, is correct. You, I don't think you understand how things go around here. You see, it's hashtag Stevie is right. Yeah, the, the correct opinion is that I'm always right, so th that is what we're going... As voted by him, because he is... Exactly. People. If you don't think that I am right, you are essentially in the Hitler Youth. <laughs> God damn! Even if you are older than it takes to be in the Hitler Youth, you'll be a, like a Nazi furry, like one of my uh, lovely fans. Your jilted lover... My jilted lover who never contacts me, the Nazi furry. Um, the backstory for Radio Sega fans, I have a Nazi furry um, to troll, but I guess I was trolling him more than he was trolling me because I just want him to love me. But apparently Nazi furries don't want any Stevie Grants, so I'm going to have to turn my back to the camera and walk off in a sad music like the old Incredible Hulk TV show. Oh my god. As someone who knows Stevie IRL, I can prove he is actually wrong 85% of the time. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who's that IRL? Is, I is don't that... know. The name is, is uh, Ashta. Also, I, uh... I, I hope that's uh, not Michael Westgarth there, because I also know that he's probably in bed by now. <laughs> yeah, go to sleep, Michael. Also, Pocky X says that Magneto is the best X-Man, and I agree. Mag fucking Nito. I'd say, does Deadpool count as an X-Man? Uh, hmm. Depends on who you ask. I'll count him, just so I can see okay. that he's awesome. I'd say he's a good one, then. Maybe him. Why isn't people in the chat? Why don't you tell us who your favorite X-Man is? Yes. Hey, and, uh, that's a little it's the guy who proved that blue momes are a thing. That's, what? Uh, that's what Zash just said. Oh, I didn't even stand that, so that doesn't make sense. So you're wrong about whatever you were talking about. <laughs> oh god! So let's get into the meat of the show. Yes, Stevie, we, we haven't mentioned to... Sega at all. Yeah, what we have haven't been... at all. What have I been playing? Um, more Titan Souls, a little bit more Hotline Miami's. Actually, I was playing a tiny bit of Noe Two Love Two. Have you played that game, Brett? Noe Two Love have... Two. I have not. You, do you know what it is? Mm, not really. Expl okay, it's, it's an independent uh, video game that kind of looks like an Atlas game, almost, but it's a beat-em-up for PC. And the way it works is attack is to click and you sort of interact by using your mouse in the scenes like you can place your own shields with your mouse and other things like that it's quite hard to explain the gameplay but it's a really really good beat em up in the spirit of those old um of those old atlas games that had lots of bosses in them and it was sort of themed around really really neat uh detailed pixel graphics um you'd probably like noe 2 love 2 that's evolution backwards uh, no, okay. too love. Do you get it? Ha ha ha. Anyway, it's a good game. On... I think it's on Steam. Okay, I'll look into so that. So look it up. It's by a guy called Konjak. It's been out for a couple of years, and I've loved it for a couple of years. But I decided to hey, I'll replay it for a bit. 
Um, so I've been playing that. And actually, I think if you like Sega games, you might enjoy that quite a bit. Because I think you'll that's see just, where it's, um, I think you'll see where its inspirations lie. Zashda in the chat says it's sort of like Gunstar except with a mouse. Yes, there you go. That's exactly the perfect, um, the perfect comparison. It's like Gunstar Heroes with a mouse, and but it's designed around the mouse, so it's not like, so it's not like you could port it to a console easily. It's a beat 'em up made for the PC, basically. Sweet. Okay, I'll give that a try. Is it how Yay. much is it going for right now? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll look it up on Steam in the break. You can look it up when we're looking at songs and say what you think of it or whatever. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, played- yeah, that's oh. all I've... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was about to say, have you played anything else? Uh, not much, just a little bit more Titan Souls. I'm trying to get those last... Um... You don't have to kill all of them to beat the game, but uh, I I want to just 100% it, because I really like it. We talked about Titan Souls last week, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that's all I've know, been playing. I know you brought it up quite a bit, I just haven't had a chance to really look into it myself. It's I good. Scotty is digging it, from what I understand. Last yeah, well, I'm good. Well, Scotty has good taste, then. There we go. Occasionally. I mean, what? He's got to listen to the show. Oh, oh, sorry. You've just thrown down a gauntlet. Why don't? <laughs> why? Why has he got bad taste? What did you disagree on? Everything. <laughs> was it an anime? Did you say about an anime that you liked? And he was like, "Oh he no." He likes Attack on Titan, and I don't. I've only heard bad things about that show. Uh, my brother told me it's Believe basically them. just a series of monologues. Basically, it's baby's first gory anime. That's the way I see it. The only good thing about that show is the soundtrack. The soundtrack in it is fan-fucking-tastic. Because Hiroyuki Sawano is just... Oh my god, he's wonderful. He did the uh, Kill the Kill soundtrack, actually. And he did the uh, soundtracks to the uh, Sengoku Basura anime as well. So he's very good, and I love his work for Attack on Titan. But the rest of the show just does not measure up in the slightest. Right, I just want to say quickly, fuck you, TBC. The, ta- is, the chat isn't tainted. It's actually gotten a lot better. Just, oh, I haven't typed anything in yet, but it just is automatically Stevie. better. And also, it's five bucks for Noe2 Love too. Thank you, Zashta. Stevie, he's one of our bosses. Shh. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're fine as long as you don't say it about Casey. Otherwise, we're fucked. Oh, you're, you're still a dick. <laughs> And also now and, and that was the last episode of this podcast where I insulted the boss. <laughs> triggered. TBC is triggered. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, I'm gonna quit Twitter now. <laughs> TBC, oh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And Pocky X, oh. the show did get worse. I miss your, uh, I I miss your influence on us. I miss your face. I miss your. Bu- uh, I mean, what? Um, More race anyways. racist. <laughs> Stevie, what else have you been playing aside from Titan Souls? Um, that, that's, that pretty, that's pretty much it, yeah. Alright, sweet, 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 sweet. I have actually been playing quite a bit. Not a whole lot of anything for like one set period of time, but I've just kind of been floating around between a lot of games. Um, our boy Happy Dude 2 in the chat wants to know my thoughts on Beowulf from Skullgirls. Uh, Beowulf's pretty fun. Um, 
I don't know if he's going to replace uh, Squiggly in my heart anytime soon, or Valentine, but he's fun. I like his references, too, so pretty sweet there. Haven't played a lot of that this week, though. Um, I played a lot of Ridge Racer this week. What else is new? Uh, played yeah, a lot by of the way, the sky is blue. Yeah, the sky is blue and Type-0 is awesome. This... Uh... Oh, God. Did you actually <laughs> ever finish Type-0, one of your favorite yeah. games you never finished? Oh, I... okay, there you go. I've beaten it like 15 times now. Whoa, okay. Well, now you can like, definitely it's... call yourself a fan of that. It's one, it's one of those games where after, if you just skip like the side stuff and the dialogue and everything, you could beat it in six hours. Really? Like, but it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a Final Fantasy game. It's a Final Fantasy game if Platinum made a Final Fantasy game, basically. Okay, now I'm so fucking into... Brett, why did you never say this to me before? Because now I'm 100% more interested in your favorite game. Yeah, um... It like it doesn't play. You like didn't Final think to Fantasy say game. that. God, just say if you compare I, anything I to a platinum game, then I'm all up for it. <laughs> yes, basically, Hajime Tabata is the platinum games of Square Enix, <laughs> except for Final Fantasy 15. Fuck that game. Um, but is that, that the one that was Final Fantasy 13 plus or whatever it was called? 13, 13 verses. verses yeah. yeah. Is it? That's yeah. not even out yet. So why fuck it? You don't know what it is. Well, there's a it, it came uh, there was a demo of it that came with Type Zero and it overshadowed Type Zero, no, and I'm a bit salty about that. Well, it is a, but surely that's a good thing if it overshadows Type Zero. It means it'd be a better game that's coming out. But uh, speaking of games with Type in the title, Ridge Racer Type Four and Ridge Racer Seven, Type Four is still one of the greatest racing games ever made. Like, just oh, it's so fucking good. The soundtrack is one of the best ever, and I really wish we could uh, use Bleemcast as an excuse to stream that soundtrack on this show, but uh, I'm not going to press my luck. But um, it's a little bit wonky with uh, drifting after playing like Ridge Racer 7, which the drifting in that game is so good, but uh, it's still one of my favorite games of all time. It was nice to kind of go back to it for a little bit. I played uh, a bit of Mortal Kombat, of course, did the Mortal Kombat 2 challenge ladder. Fun stuff. Um, played some Street Fighter 4 in preparation for the throwdown this week, which we have a new co-host for that. It's TJ Kitsune. That'll be fun. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I played aside from the obvious one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. You, you told me, uh, while we were setting up for the show that there's a surprise for me in the game that you've been playing. Yeah, after this one, though, I played some Final Fantasy X HD, actually. I dropped that game for a while, and for no reason, really. I just didn't feel like playing it one day. And never because you realized you were playing a Final Fantasy game. Oh! <laughs> I, well, and, uh, I want someone to, in the chat, every time I shout a sweet zinger, to just go, Oh, thank you oh, very much. Ice cold. Yeah, but, uh, I'm F cool as ice, and I am willing to sacrifice. <laughs> God damn it. But, uh, yeah, went back to that. Uh, got to a point where I unlocked Riku, and I became instantly happy again, because Riku is love, Riku is life. And then I played uh, one of mine and Stevie's favorite games, because it was uh, on sale in the PlayStation Golden Week sale. And I finally got it for PS3, 
Metal Gear Solid 2. I, I knew it. I fucking knew it. We've oh, talked I should about... let you guess. Fuck! <laughs> I messed it talked up. About, we talked about that a lot before on the Sega Addicts After Hours because I, it is the, the best Metal Gear Solid game. And I, yes, I guess I shouldn't really say that since I haven't played 3. Uh, but no, I, I do love Metal Gear Solid 2. It is my babe. I really wish Nick were in the chat again. I think he had to go somewhere. I really wish he were still here just to hear more than one person talk about how great MGS2 is. Oh, is oh he the only other God. person that likes that game? No, he hates it. He hates MGS2, but he loves it. Oh, Spies. okay. Okay, well, it, I, I guess it's good that he isn't here then, because then I can just say it's good without having to justify it. <laughs> uh, I, I will admit it kind of does the Suda51 thing of uh, having bits that are bad on purpose but I think it's not as aggravating as Suda51 is because no. it doesn't go through the whole game it's only the beginning of Raiden's campaign that's made to be intentionally irritating yes and it and it does it in a way that it's just perfect for the plot I really fucking love the plot of that game yeah and, it's uh, fantastic and I want to recommend uh if anyone here hasn't seen it, there's a guy on YouTube, Super Bunny Hop, who did an analysis mm. of Metal Gear Solid 2. And oh it's my god, that video amazing. is so great. Yeah, I'm so, it's I'm so glad amazing. you told me about that one. If Nick, if you're somehow listening to this or whatever, or listening back or whatever, I don't know. But if you hear this, then watch that video and learn how wrong you are. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a wonderful video. He did a great one for uh, MGS3 as well. I don't know if you've watched that one yet, but uh, he did a really great video for that too. So once you at least get some way into MGS3, uh, give that a watch because it's. I think it's almost on par with the MGS2 one. But what are you thinking so, of uh, this playthrough you're doing of MGS2? Well, it's the one like shooty type game. I don't want to say shooter because it's not really it's not a shooty shoot type game. At the end, it becomes an action game, basically. A slashy game. Yeah. But, like, uh, I guess a game with, like... I, well, it's, like, the one, like, stealth or shooty or anything type game of that nature that I'm still passable at. Because, like, uh, I cannot go back to Metal Gear Solid 4 now. I couldn't play MGS5, but that was for a multitude of reasons. Oh, but did like, you see uh, that... Um... Sorry to interrupt you, but I saw a really funny um, thing once, and as as we all know, if I want to interrupt you, that's obviously fine because Stevie was always right. But um, the people's champion, who is always have right. you have you seen that guy? There was a guy who was streaming on Twitch Metal Gear Solid Four, and they ended up getting banned because they thought it was a movie. No, <laughs> I didn't see that, but that's amazing. Yeah. They, they ended up having to explain that there are, like, hour-long cutscenes in Metal Gear Solid 4 and that they weren't just showing movies. Oh, my God. That's what speaks volumes to the graphics, I guess. I don't know if it speaks volumes to the length of the cutscenes. To the gameplay. <laughs> I've, but, uh... I've never played that game, but I, I don't know how I could stand uh, hour-long cutscenes. Um... Well, you get a scene where Ocelot goes na 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 boo boo at someone, so there's that. Uh -huh. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're, they're hilariously bad, some of them, so it's worth I've heard it for that them. people say that that game in retrospect isn't that good. Uh, it is where the. I enjoyed it at the time, but I can't go back to it now. 
Right. I'm, Unless you I, fancy watching like a ten-hour movie. Yeah, basically. And like, there are some pretty cool set pieces in it, but some of the stuff you have to do to get to those set pieces, like, uh, I'll spoil a little bit. There's chapter three, where there's a. Um, you have to, t you have to tail this guy, and like even on some uh, subsequent playthroughs, if even if you know exactly where the hideout is, try and find this hideout. Uh, you can't just go right there and win, and skip through all that bullshit. You have to tail the guy there, and it's really awful. I just describing it. I cannot, I can't quite describe it and inform you of how bad it really is. It's really awful. You'd have to just watch that bit on uh, YouTube, and you'll get the. I mean, I'll probably get around to it in a couple of years when they do the HD HD next gen remake of Metal Gear Solid Four, which you know, you know they're the gonna 1440p make. The fourteen forty P one. Yeah, they'll do that. You know, any way they can keep fucking milking that game, especially the way yeah. Konami's doing now. What else they're gonna have to do? Make an original game that they don't butcher. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, it's not like they had any of those or anything. Wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge. It's it's yeah. not like oh god, it's good. It's, it's, it's like it's it's a mentally ill person running Konami right now, and I don't mean that to be offensive. I mean genuinely because I don't think the person running Konami right now actually knows what they're doing. Just tell them you want more Gradius. We always want more. <laughs> uh, I, I feel I feel really bad saying that about mentally ill people. You 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 wouldn't run Konami because that's an insult to people saying that they could run Konami. Because I I don't know. I think people who are running Konami are, have an illness all themselves. They chased away one of the most influential game ma makers of all time. Yeah. And. They're taking his name off of his creation. They've chased away a top actor and one of the top directors from making one of the most anticipated games of the last five years at least. Yeah, but they they created a teaser that everyone went crazy about. And, oh shit! Well, demo that was game of the year for some people. Yeah. Oh shit! Well, we're talking about that did you see that people are selling ps4s with pt installed for like ridiculous prices on yes. ebay you know the funny uh, thing is, is if you have pt like in your download list you can still get it i can still get it right now it's downloaded on my system right now but even if i you know it, i could still go back and get it you know i'm gonna see if any of those actually sell and if it's more for than an actual PS4. I, I can't say I wouldn't be tempted in selling it and then just buying a PS4 and then reaping the rewards. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you could profit like a mofo, yo. Yeah, just like how people are overselling those amiibos. KC asks, is Kojima bigger than the company or is the company bigger than just one name? Discuss. Um... They're bigger than one name, but they're just slowly... It's not just Kojima, it's everyone associated with them is just going. So it's like a chink in the armor, but it's a pretty big chink, and soon no one will like Konami at all, since they're yeah. just being so well, venomous got, at the moment. They got rid of Takfuji. Well, he, I don't know if they got rid of him or he left. They've ran off Kojima. I mean, who's next? And yeah. they don't have any... Oh, they ran away uh, Lab Zero Games. 
the that's the reason Skullgirls Encore is called Skullgirls Encore because Konami is like, no, we're delisting this game, and they're like, fuck you, we're gonna relist it under our own thing now, and yeah. do like cool crowdfunding. So like, oh, I don't know what Konami's thinking right now. Did it start? I think that they started to really go downhill when those collections came out. When yeah, they mishandled the, the metal. And... Yeah, the Metal Gear Solid collection wasn't like it wasn't bad. It was just hard to find. But the Silent Hill collection that was just that was Silent just terrible. Hill collection was and yeah, Zelda I've the seen the com- was bad. Oh god, I've seen the comparisons and the fact that that might be some person's first introduction to Silent Hill 2 is just baffling and terrible. Oh, that hurts so much. Voluptuous Spy has linked a comic in the uh, chat, but I can't do it because uh, Firefox will kill my computer given our setup. Either way, it's about 7:30. So, we've talked about Konami enough. Let's sigh it up in this bitch. I just want to say I've read that comic. That's pretty great. And I actually think to do with that comic, Silent Hill is basically the new Mega Man in mistreated oh, franchises. Absolutely. So we're going to do uh, a block of music. Stevius is going to be your block. So you want to say anything about it before we get started? Or you just want me to go into it and we'll talk about it later? Uh, no, uh, here are some funky fresh beats for you all to enjoy, and um, let's do a topic. I've got an idea. We should like give people a topic to discuss and chat while the music's going. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think it should be, and we will tell you the context of this, why this is it, because we were talking about this subject before, but which Sega character would be the best Rastafarian? <laughs> and we'll tell you why this is the and, question. And here's the after thing. Here's the thing. Song block. Here is hard mode for you guys. Knuckles does not count. Extreme mode. Tom from Shenmue does not count. Yeah. You have <laughs> I never orders. even thought of Tom from Shenmue. <laughs> you have 15 minutes of th- about oh, actually about 13 minutes of music to discuss this out. You have your orders. Enjoy, and we will see you in a few. See you in a few. Hello, I'm Hideki Naganuma, and you are listening to Radio Sega.
It's like fucking Ducky Naganuman. It's all Stevie. Yeah. No, nah, that was just um... my pseudonyms. <laughs> See, like he just disguises his voice. He's yeah, not I'm really Japanese. He's a British man. <laughs> exactly. Just a very. That's why you're wondering why my voice is so stereotypical because it's actually a Japanese man putting on a voice. I've been Japanese this whole time. <laughs> That was uh, Reach for the Stars from Sonic Colors, Let's Dance Boys from Bayonetta, The Chase Scene from Kid Chameleon, and Funky Radio from Jet Set Radio. 
Any uh, specific reason you picked those aside from them being fucking awesome this week? Uh, they're just good, and I always like appreciate a good cheesy Sonic song. And I did Escape from the City last week, so I want to do another cheesy uh, song again this week. Absolutely. Also, I want to point out that we were also talking more about Sega in that little break than we were actually throughout the um, (laughs) (laughs) throughout the entire first hour of the show. Yeah, exactly. But we got a couple of suggestions for who would make a good Sega Rastafarian character. Yes, our question before the song break was who would make the best Sega Rastafarian. We put the call out on Twitter. We didn't get anything really on Twitter, yeah. but we got a few good ones from um, the IRC. Oh, yeah, and Knuckles was banned because of his dreads. But, Knuckles is uh, banned. Casey said Green Dog the Bleach Surfer Dude, which I had no idea what that was until I looked at the video in the chat, and it looks a bit like Lester the Unlikely, which Brett didn't know about. I, um, I don't play Nintendo. I am a true Sega addict. You're definitely not waiting for Nintendo to make anything in the whole Sega CD world. Exactly. Um, uh, we got, uh, we Eggman, got could Bur- be, oh. <laughs> Eggman could be Rastafarian, and he takes out all the bad nicks when Sonic isn't being a pain. It would, it maybe might explain why he's so fat. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's just got the munchies Latinos. all the time. Yeah. Actually, I did mention this. They wouldn't make good Rastafarians, but Toe Jam and Earl would get, make good stoner archetypes. Yeah, exactly. Actually, Toe Jam and Earl sounds like nicknames that stoners would give each other, so that works. Oh, God. <laughs> and, like, the, the levels in that game are, like, uh, perfect, like, stoner nicknames. And then uh, Jeffrey from Virtual Fighter was brought up by a voluptuous spy. Happy Dude 2 just brought up BD Joe from Crazy Taxi, which, no, I don't think he's really a Rasta. He doesn't have the hair or the personality, but, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to... racist. I'm still trying to think. How is it racist? We're just saying who would be a good Rastafarian. I think they're calling Happy Dude racist. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I've got no idea about Happy Dude. You are racist. I've got no idea what you said, but probably it was awful. <laughs> he was the one who suggested BD Joe being a Rasta. Running from everything... Oh, no. I'm not saying that whole thing. We're just going <laughs> to let that die to history. <laughs> um, That's going to so rot in my chat. Something that the people on the chat were talking about, and you told me about earlier a little bit. I don't know much about this, but explain to me this recent E3 ad Sega news. Well, Sega is going to be skipping E3 this year. It's been rumored for a while, but they just recently kind of confirmed it with, of all sources, fucking Game Informer. Good God. Um... But yeah, they are skipping E3 for the first time in a while, and uh, it's kind of drawn some uh, some definitely differing sides of debates here between do they really need to be there, or... I don't think they've a... actually got anything like that exciting in development right now, maybe in pre-production, but are there any Sega well, games you're looking forward to at the moment? I don't really Yakuza think... Yakuza 5, uh, Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax... Like, they have stuff, but their stuff, and their official reason was, we have more stuff coming out in late 2015 and early 2016, and with our, you know, restructuring and currently moving from San Francisco to 
Southern California, we're just not going to focus on E3 this year. We want to focus on our restructuring. Yeah, and so, what makes me worried about that is, is that what's actually the case? Or is it that they like just can't really afford to do it this year? Yeah, that's the thing. Is That's the debate there. Is, do they... Is it just like a voluntary thing, like we're opting out, or can they not afford to go? That's the debate going on. Uh, and of course the debate of, do they need to be there, or can they, you know, just afford to skip and let some of their partners show off their stuff? It's like, you know, like, Yakuza 5 will probably be there, but just not under a Sega tent. It'll be under, like, Sony, because they bankrolled that translation, basically. So, like, yeah. it'll be there, but not under, like, a Sega booth. It'll be, like, under Sony's, like, presentations and shit like that. So, well, um, at least then games themselves. Maybe it's, like, maybe just promoting their games through separate avenues, through different people might be a better idea, because it's not like Sega have, like, a console or exclusives for anything. So maybe it's just taking individual games and demonstrating them instead of just having a company presence. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think it's this truly awful um, issue at the moment. I mean, it is a little bit worrying, but I think they can always show off through different avenues. Like, they could always have, like, well, I was reading on Sega Nerds the other day. Uh, one of the writers there suggested they could do, like, a Nintendo Direct type thing, which that might be pretty okay. Yeah, but would um, anyone, like, apart from us, be interested in a Sega Nintendo Direct? Uh, well, I mean, there's quite a few people who are just Yakuza fans who aren't necessarily just pure Sega fans. And the same goes for, like, the Dengeki, uh, the, the ugh, talking, I'm bad at it, the Dengeki Bunko uh, fandom and everything like that. So there's still plenty of people who would be interested in, like, individual games but maybe not so much interested in the company as a whole at the moment. If that makes Actually, sense. Uh, in the chat, KC makes a very good point, which is E3 is no longer as relevant for the general developer slash publisher as before, and having no booth doesn't mean not being present, which I guess makes sense when you consider well, yeah. like, the internet and things like that. Not, you know, There's a difference between physically being there and having absolutely nothing there. Yeah, exactly. And, like, there's some, like, much bigger companies that well, as well that kind of skip E3. Like, uh, Rockstar skips E3 and just lets their stuff be shown through, like, Sony or Microsoft or something. So yeah. it's not necessarily, like, the death nail or anything. I mean, it's it's certainly something to consider at times. But well, they've I don't done think it before it's... in the past, I think, haven't they? I'm not sure. I honest. think they have. I, 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 maybe the sad thing is that no one notices or whatever. Yeah, that would be no the one sad notices, thing. No one notices them until they say they're gone. Yeah, but, um, and that's just sort of like a nostalgic thing almost, that just people want them to, to be as relevant currently, that they just go, oh, maybe they should be 83, even though they really shouldn't. I don't know, maybe it is quite a smart move, just not being physically there. Yeah, and like I said, there's still going to be a presence. Dengeki might not get shown off, but, like, Project Evil will probably be shown off by Nintendo. Yakuza will definitely be shown off by uh, Sony. 
And, you know, Persona is going to have a... Anything Atlas-related is going to have a big, giant thing. Well, Atlas will have their own booth. Not a Sega booth, but I'm sure there'll be an Atlas booth. Yeah. So, I mean, there's still a Sega preference, even if it's not explicitly a big blue Sega logo. There's still a presence there. There's still stuff going on. It's not like, yeah, we're not there at all. There's no trailers. There's no nothing. It's just, you know, they're not under their own banner. Yeah. Um, now, something that Sega Nerds just posted about 20 minutes ago, actually. Shoutouts to uh, our boys at Sega Nerds as well. They won the Sunday Night Wars for a reason. They are an excellent site, excellent podcast. Check them out if you don't already. But uh, Tom Kalinske, the uh, former head of Sega who brought him to uh, prominence in the West in the 90s uh, with the Genesis and then got kind of screwed over in terms of the Saturn um, he has said that Sega not attending E3 is a further sign of weakness. And I don't know how you feel about that. Well, I guess maybe it's just like a keeping up appearances type thing. Like maybe it just seems like your company's doing worse, even if you aren't really that much. Like it, maybe there's not a reason for them to have a physical presence at E3. Maybe the only like good it would do is just making people seem making Sega seem stronger. Maybe it's just how it yeah. looks. It's not well, particularly like, it's not particularly like relevant for them to be there, but just in the way of of PR or something it makes them look stronger. So I guess I can um relate to him in a way. Kalinsky is a bit salty about this actually. He uh, sent a tweet to Sega Nerds saying Sega abandons E three Another nail in the coffin. Guess they forgot their U.S. management in 94 helped found E3. What next? Change Sonic to a dog? Wow. <laughs> I'm pretty bit, sure there's some fan art of that. Of Sonic <laughs> chained to a dog somewhere. Ah, uh, good God. The salt is real. And I can understand where it's coming from. Because, like, like he said, he was one of the founding fathers of E3 when he was with Sega. So... I can understand where he's coming from in that regard, but I think he's overreacting a little bit now. Yeah. What do you uh, think, Brett, about um, this whole thing in general? Would you rather them be at E3? Well, I think we've I think we've seen over the last few years that E3 just isn't as big a deal anymore as it used to be. Like, you have other shows that are kind of gaining prominence, like Gamescom and uh, TGS. You have stuff like that. You have, like, what Nintendo's doing with Nintendo Direct, kind of scaling back their presence at big trade shows, but, you know, giving, you know, giving people, like, direct um, feeds yeah. about stuff they're interested in. So I, I actually think... think that maybe in a couple of years we may see a lot more companies doing that, and E3 will be, a, like, a really small event. Like, maybe E3 would just be where like the huge news is but i can honestly see like tiny smaller directs coming from sony and microsoft just because it is working out very well for nintendo yeah so i mean i think we're at a point where e3 isn't a gigantic deal anymore i mean yes it's a cool time to get hype and stuff and there's still gonna be like big reveals and everything but it's not this end all be all anymore yeah and considering that, like, 
E3 used to be when you found out about all the gaming news, but gaming news is pretty much every day now, so it's not like yeah. there's a big drought of something if a company isn't on E3. The internet has changed. Like, you wouldn't expect to hear anything about, like, a new Metal Gear or anything until E3. Now you have, like, updates dropping out, like, every other month or every other week or something like that. You don't really need a big trade show like that. And at times, it just kind of feels like a, kind of a manufacturer's uh, circle, circle jerk or something. At times. Yeah, so, yeah, really, it at the moment, being on E3, in my opinion, is just keeping up appearances. But if you can't afford to go or whatever, then it's not like you're dying or anything. It's you know, not the end of the world. You can just release a trailer for something on E3 weekend. It still counts. Yeah, exactly. And... Um, and it would cost less money to do that, and you wouldn't have stupid things like booth babes and that. So yeah, maybe it is an intelligent decision in the wrong in the long run, but it just seems like a silly decision at the time. Yeah. So that's about where we stand on it. Um, and Actually. Oh, sorry. I was going to say there's someone brought up something very interesting that we could. Um, uh, talk about, but go on about um, what you were saying, sorry? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's a completely other topic, um, if you want to get your... Uh, wait, <laughs> Casey, I just realised, no booth babes? Yes, no booth babes. <laughs> they might be gone in the industry, unfortunately, that brilliant staple that everyone loves. Love B3 is right? relevant after all. It's relevant <laughs> for boobs, and that's it. Um, it's no, relevant no, um, for GA cosplayers. Um, no, KC brought up uh, Rodea the Sky Soldier is a thing, which, do you remember that? Like, when it, what, it was originally and stuff? Uh, I didn't really follow it that much, because I don't buy a lot of Wii games. Oh, okay, I then. Was, I knew it was going to be something special, but I well, never really just... followed it that much disappeared out of nowhere and it's still coming to Wii but it's now coming to Wii U as well but I've just assumed that it had been cancelled but hey always down for a new Yuji Naka game so Absolutely. I'm excited for that and surprised that it's coming out at all yeah it's pretty cool like uh, limited edition bundles the Wii version and with the Wii U one so you can play what it was supposed to be and then you know go back and play the inferior Wii U version. I mean, what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't say that. Sorry, that, that <laughs> demanded a sassy O in the chat. <laughs> and also, SBK really likes booth babes, apparently. Uh, you can you can find GA cosplayers anywhere. It's fine. Well, GA, it's GA so doesn't fine. look that sexual, though. She's just a girl in a jumper. Yuki Yukiko. Resay? Hey, actually, if we're doing a cosplays or booth babes, whatever, the only one that would fit for being sexy is Shadow Kanji. If yeah, Shadow Kanji true. was cosplayed, then that would make total sense. So yeah, dude, because... uh, let's start doing booth dudes. Yeah, <laughs> booth kanjis. A, a kanji for every game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he makes that. like a bad double entendre for every game. It's like... I'll make a call for your duty. <laughs> two cars in every drives and two kanjis for every game. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Oh my god, we have saved E3 with that suggestion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, with that suggestion and make more characters Rastafarian, that's my suggestions <laughs> for E3. Rastafarian Shadow Kanji, how do you feel about this? <laughs> that's my that's my new OTP. <laughs> the sh- yeah. Rastafarian Shadow Kanji and regular Shadow Kanji are my OTPs. Shadow Kanji does the fusion dance with Tom from Shenmue. <laughs> Ario, uh, that is Aereo. my Ario. Oh my god, that's so good! I would love that if anyone is talented. Please draw fan art of that. I would love to see that. <laughs> that is your challenge for next week. Draw us uh, Rastafarian Shadow Kanji. <laughs> We're just gonna uh, demand people shilling, make fan art. Shilling your favorite game. Oh, Final Fantasy type. Oh my! God. <laughs> so Was bad. there any more um, Sega uh, news or anything? Uh, nothing is major of that as that. So, and we're kind of running on like shirt for pre- uh, talking bad at it. We're kind of running press for Come time. So you've, you've done so many podcasts. Come on, eat a, I'm so eat bad a at talking. Like, you can do it, Brett. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> You can do it. Put your back into it. <laughs> Come on. Let's, let's do another uh, song block. We're going to do my block, because I'm an arrogant asshole. Yeah, and, we're going to uh, do Jenny's block. Yeah, we're going to do the Jenny's oh, block. Here's my question for the um, for the chat. In the meanwhile, whose rocks would you be fooled by? Which Sega character's rocks from the block would you be fooled by? <laughs> there you go. Alright, you guys think about that, and we're going to play some more music, and we will see you in about 15 minutes. See ya. The best Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net.
Yo, I'm something like a liger, eye of the tiger, heart of a lion, spit venomous like spider, penny to mic, prior to these wannabes and liars, spit a rap from Messiah, they the gas, I'm the fire, it's kill or be killed in these streets that I scout, it sees me to weed in the mouth, and put my knee to your mouth, get punk like I'm the predator, ahead of ya, ahead of my time, I got news for my competitors, we love, cause it's demanding, killing get the rampant, 99% skill and I'm just kicking in, cause greetings to your disadvantage, swung in my fist landing, crack your mandibles, leaving your right side of your face slanted, now rob me for mine, disrespect my grind, better run and hide and hope I don't find, got payback on my mind, I'm a beast, I promise more than teeth marks, stay in the house, now that's using your street smarts, check it out, one, two, beast mode, what you wanna do, yes y'all, universal us, and until now, you ain't never heard of us. Automatic, diplomatic, systematic, sticking at the sickest pattern, listen, never discombat an amateur. Make your soul deviate, put your carcass in the grave. Homies try to mediate, I'll squeeze your brain and cancer. Put your mind in blenders, and guess what's for dinner? Vertebrae is murder, they is best to surrender. I can tell you tender, smell the blood from your injury. As you plead for remission, cause you enter Without permission, trespassing Let us instant dimples to your temple Diary, let's make it simple I'm the beast, to the feast I'm hungry, so let's eat I want your rib cage me Stuck in between my teeth Delicatessen, dressing, dressing And decadence, nobody will find you I'll eat up all the evidence Carnivore versus herbivore My heart can please a different melody than yours You ain't never heard before Check it out One, two
And we're back. Oh, God. I think I just busted everyone's uh, eardrums with that. Oh, Brett. That was my personal block for the week. A little, you know, dose of energy for those who are living in a 1 a.m. land or whatever. That was Seaside B-Field from Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax. Great game. Get in on that. Theory has it with Merciless from Anarchy Reigns. City, the virtual final final showdown version uh, Jackie's theme and then rain from Yakuza 0 which oh my god I just heard that song last night and I'm fucking addicted to it it's wonderful so I had to share it with y'all tonight cool stuff Ho well hopefully you guys thought it was cool and uh um, not seeing a lot of comments about who would be fooled by whose rocks on here yeah I guess they're just you know they just don't know Jenny from the block. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very disappointed that you should know Jenny. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, we were talking in the break about Avengers Age of Ultron. Because are you actually interested in seeing it? Um, I'll see it eventually, but I pr I'll probably wait till like it's on Netflix or something. So it'll be a while. Mm. Yeah, because I well, saw well, it, well, and it's it's a good movie. But just like the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, yeah, that plot point kind of just came out of nowhere that was kind of the, actually a bit bad the one that everyone's angry about seemingly with uh, Black Widow oh uh, yeah it's because it's, it's she um, is a damsel in distress at one point in the movie uh, Joss, Joss Joss got, oh yeah I heard about that I don't know the specifics I think maybe it's just because of the Black Widow thing yeah, people were angry about the Black Widow thing and chased him off. Yeah, you see, it's not... I, I think it was a bit dumb to do that because I didn't see the character, like, being in that position. But, like, plot-wise, I can see why they wanted it because they wanted Ultron, some, to get Ultron to someone to talk to. Um, so I can kind of get that. But, like, but like it's nothing to, like, chase him off Twitter or just because she was a a damsel in distress at one point in the movie like she's good for everything else in the movie so it's not like it completely devalues her as a character right it's not like she's princess peach where that's her only defining peach the uh, feature her only defining peacher her only defining peacher her only defining princess peacher <laughs> yeah i think people as the internet does in any situation they uh got over overzealous about it and took it to be like a, like a sin against God or something like that. Well, it's just yeah, it's just know, like it's, yeah, a, I, it's a shitty plot point, but you know, it's just a plot point. It's not yeah, you know, it's 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 just kind of stupid in the end. Like it was a stupid thing in a movie, but if you don't like it, then complain about it, write a blog, do something, say you're upset, but don't tr chase someone off tw Twitter about it. It's like, oh god, don't bully anybody, but we're gonna bully this guy off of Twitter. But remember, yeah. bullying is bad! Yeah. And it's like, it's... uh... It's frustrating. Because I'm not yeah. even, like, the biggest Josh, Joss Whedon fan, but it's like, really? <laughs> well, you don't have to be to get chased off Twitter. And the thing is, Joss Whedon's one of the people, one of the best mainstream people at portraying female characters so it's kind of weird that the one the time the is, one time he's doing something like this people bombard him the one time he kind of screws it up 
And now suddenly everything he's ever made is shit to these people. Yeah, you, suddenly it's all terrible, yeah. Ugh. Well, Buffy the Vampire Player, Slayer was fucking problematic and awful, and you're horrible if you like it. Yeah. <sighs> well, Don't yeah. Let me know if you watch it, because, you know, it's a good, fun superhero romp. But, it's, yeah. Is it as good as the first one, or is it... No, I, I, I wouldn't say it's as good as the first one. I think, I think you'll find the reason... Once you watch the second one, you realize that the first one, a lot of it takes place in one location just because it's so hard to keep balancing things. I think they try and give everyone a character arc, but it doesn't work. They should have just stuck with one character and had maybe the rest of the Avengers as a backdrop to it. Maybe that would have worked better. Yeah. Did it do anything to build towards Civil War? Or is that kind yeah. of an after? There are a couple oh, of like... It's just like hints of something like that, just like um, a couple lines. Uh, like I can tell you one of them if you want. But, like, sure. Okay, a bit of a spoiler, but there's a bit where um, Tony Stark and um, Captain America. I I'm stupid. He's my favorite one out of them, movie-wise, and I don't even know his fucking real name. Um, but him and Cap uh, Iron Man, Captain America, are like chopping wood or whatever. That's not a euphemism, but they're chopping wood. And they just start talking about, like, uh, I think Tony Stark says, uh, I don't trust people who don't have a dark side. And then Captain America says, oh, I have a dark side, you just haven't seen it. So it kind of um, hints at their rivalry. Steve Rogers, yes. I should have Steve known that. Rogers, I making, yeah. I kept making I, fun I'm of I'm no name. nerd. I, uh, my nerd cred's been taken away. Someone please just take my nerd cred card away. I reviewed the Captain America game on PS3 for Sega Addicts, and it's like, I kept making fun of, like, the Steve thing. Like, he's fucking Stevious. And how <laughs> did I not remember? Fuck. Um, so that's Age of Ultron. Wait, oh dear, just found the mission of quotes towards we before he disappeared. I'm sure there were terrible, horrible things said to him. Oh god, this is a wall of hate. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. Ugh. It's really... You can't... Oh, just don't be worse than the people that you don't like, really. Just on all sides. I don't exactly. want to mention the double G word, but it's kind of related to that almost. What's funny is... These What's Captain's Britain name? Stevie. Captain Britain's name? <laughs> there you go. No, I'm Steven. Now. Ste yeah, Steven. There you go. Steven Bodgers. <laughs> Steven Todger. Steven Todger. There you go. Because um, <laughs> Todger's also a euphemism for penis in Britain, so that's quite nice. <laughs> if you didn't know that. So you just made a double entendre without knowing it, Brett. No, I knew it. I knew what I was going for. <laughs> oh, okay, sweet. So we're doing <laughs> puns that actually were what they were intended to be, so that's cool. <laughs> so, some really cool stuff popped up on uh, Sega Nerds this past week, and it's kind of related to a feature we're about to do, uh, a new little block for this show, and uh, it's related to something Stevie picked. A missing song from Reza's soundtrack has been released. The, um... The Area 5 theme, Fear, on the soundtrack is a little bit different from the in-game version. But the in-game version, the in-game mix, has been released, finally. Yes. Uh, by a fan mixer named uh, GoGoGST. And he's reconstructed the uh, Res song. 
So that's yeah, because cool. originally the version we were going to play was Adam Freeland's original version, not the one that's used in the actual game. Yeah, it was the one that was on the uh, OST, and then um, we were, you know, just kind of chatting away about what we could talk about in this next segment during the song break, and we saw that, it's like, oh shit, we need to add that in, <laughs> that'll be yeah. awesome. So we're playing the remixed version of Fear is the Mind Killer instead of uh, the uh, the one the official one that's on Adam Freeland's album, I think. Yes absolutely and it's gonna be pretty cool um i love it when the fan base finds stuff like this or makes stuff like this because like if i could get a similar thing to happen like some of the songs from the yakuza games there's one uh song in particular from the uh credits not the credits the final chapter of yakuza 4 that was never released on a cd and uh i so wish i could get that song and uh if I, can, I mean, maybe I in the future. Maybe in the future, like, when people can more properly rep things, or, like, if better tools are available. I don't know. But, uh, I just love seeing stuff like this happen. Especially for a song that has apparently taken this long to actually get a proper edit of. Yeah. So I've, I've actually been looking for it for ages. Said it. I, I'm gonna have to send it to you after the show. Uh, Sweet. Because, like, I... Like I said, we literally just started reading about this during the last song break. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is actually a massive coincidence, really. Yeah. That was a perfect coincidence. This next block, actually, is um, something we weren't sure we could do until we talked to a couple people earlier today, and they said it was okay. We're going to uh, play some non-Sega stuff that's kind of related to Sega, either from... They were know, on Sega consoles or something. Either... N- yeah, Sega consoles, or in one of my songs' cases, uh, has another relation to Sega. So, it'll be a, a cool little block. Another 15 minutes of music. Let's go ahead and get yeah. into Oh, wait, wait, wait. Right before now. before oh, wait, we go, I just want to clarify Trigon. I do know uh, who Captain Britain was. I've never read it. I've heard it's very good. Uh, some of it's very good. I like his costume. And no, Braddock isn't a real name in the UK, at least what I know. And it's that stupid fucking name. If it is. <laughs> it sounds like a wrestler name. Yeah, uh, my name is Brian Braddock. Captain, <laughs> Brit- Captain Britain sounds like a wrestling name. But all superheroes are basically wrestlers anyway. Or I guess basically. the other way around. The wrestlers Except are basically really superheroes. People. And supervillains, basically. John Cena is my favorite superhero. Oh my god. I hope they start doing the WWE Cinematic Universe. <laughs> we could do. Oh my god, that would no, be so great. No, they do that already with the fucking marine. No, but imagine. No, but I mean, like with movies that aren't related to WWE, but just have wrestlers in them. So you could have, like, you know, the, the Kane movie, See No Evil, that horror movie. Yes. That oh, could they take made a sequel pla- to it, by the way. I know, I know, it's on Netflix, but that could be existing in the same universe as the the Two Fairy with the Rock. <laughs> so like, you just Kane take everything. The tooth and the Rock has to visit him. Yeah, so this this is our new idea for a crossover between the two fairy and see no evil is that um, <laughs> the rock loses a teeth. No, no, no. Kane loses a tooth while killing a teenager or something, and then uh, uh, the rock has to collect one of his teeth in this charming sequel to the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh my god. 
Whew. So, let's get this shit started. We're going to yes. do a non-Sega block. Two songs from me, two songs from Stevie. These first two, uh, well, we kind of alternate them, so it'll be cool. First one and third one's from Stevie. Second one and fourth one is from me. And uh, we will see you back in about 15 minutes. Yes, so and to guys... add voice add voice in the chat, um, remember the words, the double G words and the SJW words are, uh, are banned from this show. They are uh, divisive words, and we are all happy here. And, and to us, the double G phenomenon happened. We're all nice and friendly. Yeah. But you're a fucking dickhead if you don't agree with me. <laughs> oh, die, anti-Stevie scum. <laughs> yeah, right, we, should, we should have a trigger warning on this show for excessive uses of Stevie Grant. <laughs> That's the next t-shirt idea! First, it's explicit <laughs> content Stevie, and now, trigger warning, explicit use of Stevie. <laughs> excessive... Oh my god, if we can get like a bulk deal on t-shirts, that would be great. Anyway, <laughs> we'll make a T-Fury. Yes, exactly. Anyway, it's music time. We'll see you guys in about 15 minutes. Enjoy the sweet, sweet resi goodness. Fear is the mind killer. You're listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. I see.
that was the final block of music for Sig Addict AM. I'm Alex, and this is my good friend Jen. You can even ride bananas. <laughs> um, if anyone gets that reference, you're great. It's uh, I should probably I'll, um, put a link to it in the chat because it's pretty great. It's an ad they did for... Uh, it, was, it was the first uh, Sega uh, the first... and Sonic All-Stars racing game. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just this oh. really horrible, like really cringe-worthy ad with these two actors who are trying to act like friendly people just sort of playing this hey this these normal people playing this video games and it's we're gonna so do a bad. let's play <laughs> yeah and i made a um a fan page for alex and jen on uh facebook and for some reason a lot of people are joining it now so please <laughs> um, it's the alex and jen comeback I think all stars <laughs> transform 2 confirmed okay i've got the link i'm gonna post it in the chat now and you should do uh, watch it when it the chat stop. Don't be naughty and watch it right now. But I've just sent it into the chat. Yeah, don't be uh, don't be naughty and watch it right now because we have to explain those songs we just played. We of course oh, yes. had Adam Freeland's "Fear," the GoGo GST mix. Uh, we had "Smooth Criminal" from Moonwalker, which uh, I, I Stevie completely both my fault. We just yeah, we found out that it is in fact uh, counts as a Sega produced title. Yeah, we uh, thought it was like Virgin who did that game, but no, it was Sega Produce, so uh, our bad on that. And then we had Spunky from Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, the theme of Makoto. Uh, this is kind of a plug for what we're doing on Thursday night on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash We're doing uh, Thursday Throwdowns with our new co-host, TJ Kitsune. We're going to be playing Ultra Street Fighter 4, so... That'll be cool. Makoto is one of the best characters in Street Fighter history. And um, Third Strike is probably one of my favorite Dreamcast games. Just I'm, I'm terrible at it, but I fucking love that game. So uh wanted to send some love to that. And then, um, well, the second song we played was... Okay, I have to explain myself a little bit, because that wasn't from a Sega game. Or a game on a Sega console. That was well, the maybe... Ridge Racer... What's up? Maybe that can make up for the fact that the Michael Jackson game uh, was Sega. Maybe that sort of. Well, no, no, no. Maybe that sort of balances it out because one was a Sega game. This isn't at all. So, kind of makes sense. Maybe Mm, you've saved me. That was the uh, Ridge Racer theme. Um, as it's the Ridge Racer USA mix. It's um originally composed by Hiroshi Okubo of the Namco Sound Team, but it was sang. And had lyrics written for it by Takenobu Mitsuyoshi of Sega fame, most notably Daytona USA's beautiful vocals. Um, this was part of a DLC pack for the Vita Ridge Racer game, where you could get the um, normal stage track, the f- number 41 Hornet stock car, and this song in Ridge Racer Vita. Pretty cool stuff, and basically the biggest reason I want a Vita is to... Uh, play as the Hornet with Ridge Racer physics because oh my god that was I remember when that was announced and I just lost my mind because one why did the PS Vita get the good Ridge Racer game while PS3 got fucking Ridge Racer Unbounded which is awful and two it's Ridge Racer with Daytona USA shit I'm so happy 
And uh, yeah, it was Takemitsu. Uh, it was it was uh, Takenobu Mitsuyoshi that was singing it. So the I original composition I, was Hiroshi I don't Okabe, care about. I don't care about Richard so, so. A lot of people <laughs> don't. <laughs> I um I Most made a comment people. on uh, Facebook uh, the other day where I was like, I live my life as basically Kaz Hirai, minus the money. And the cool job, but I can shout Ridge Racer for days. Ridge Racer? Are you going to be like um, uh, what that meme was from? Oh, what was that? It, was it the Konami press conference that was from? Was the, the Ridge it was the, Racer. It was the Sony. Um, uh, oh, yes, I remember. Remember because when that... Had... Remember it when was that was that? the most embarrassing press conference that was ever there? And then the fucking Konami press conference happened. We just said that at the same talk. time, didn't we? Oh my I god, love, that's amazing. I love Both of us knew, both of us knew the, the, the key phrase from that, and we said it in exactly the same time at exactly the same One time. That just shows you troops. how. <laughs> oh god, One it's so awkward. Troops. I love you, though. God, we do, and he has a lot of enthusiasm when he's doing his dancing. That's screwed. Yes! Is is pre-scripted, but he's just sort of doing his own things. Great. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. That is, by the uh, way, Zashda. Talk- by the way, Zashda. Sorry, I can tell you what to do. Uh, you you cannot do it if you want, but that video will change your life. Maybe for the worst, but you'll never know. It might change you for the better. You may become a uh, an Alex and Genite, which Alex is, you know, or our... Jen. Alex or Jen, yes. Uh, but you know you take both. You'll they take should do both. the fusion dance, dance and become one entity <laughs> that likes riding bananas. Oh my god. Uh, Jalex or Alan? Alan! They're Alan! Oh my goodness. But yeah, hopefully that, um... Oh yeah, giant enemy crab! We were playing, um... We were playing Aquapaza on the Throwdown a couple weeks ago, or last week actually, and there was a stage with some dudes cooking a crab, and every time that stage was picked, I couldn't resist screaming out giant enemy crab. Oh, but is the memes are so overplayed, but they're still funny because it's still so embarrassing to watch. You, yeah. oh god, watching that press conference is so awkward. You kind of feel like you're in that room. No, would, oh god, though I, I would love to get a time machine and go back and watch that press conference live because I watched it, it probably, live like, and I was so hyped coming out of it. That's the problem. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Sonic 06! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I need a PS4! I need that 599 US dollars right now! Do you know, I wish I could find it, but I used to have a magazine back when gaming magazines were a thing, lol. Um, sorry, <laughs> I just said lol, but back when gaming magazines were a thing, they had a feature on Sonic 06, the great new Sonic reunion game, the one that they're it's doing. It's bring reunion. Sonic back to prominence. Yeah, because it was a tie-in for his anniversary, but yeah, this great new anniversary game, and then it came out and it was terrible, so I really wish I had that article, just how much it was hyping it up. It was like, oh, you get to play as a cool new character, Silver, he's the worst fucking part of that game, his fucking physics puzzles. (laughs) 
the physics puzzles are bad, but at least his gameplay is manageable. You don't feel like the game. No, it's gonna not. Nothing's manageable. You. Nothing manages. You don't feel manageable. like it's gonna dick you over and send you off of the cliff like Shadow or Sonic. I will give you that. It's. I still think it's the most tedious part of that game. It's tedious, but it's not stressful, except for Dusty Desert, which fuck oh, that level. That that's the ball. That's the pool ball puzzle level. Dusty Play that game with friends. You will have fun at how fucking awful it is. Don't on, don't do it on your own because you'll just get frustrated at terrible loading screens. Yeah, always play it with a buddy, but do not play it yeah. by yourself. Oh man, God, what a show! Should we get to, uh, should we get to uh, doing our plugs or something? Or yeah, maybe we should. Let's let's get, let's free the listeners of these shackles. <laughs> that we're um, holding them on to. Oh God, <sighs> that's wonderful. <laughs> so Stevie, what do you have to plug? Um, uh, the Chucklebits Radio. Yes, go to chucklebitsradio.com uh, and you can get a podcast that's with me and a colleague of mine, Michael Westgarth. We talk about it, the first five episodes are about video games. The rest of it, we just talk about general bullshit. But if you want to hear, um, and if you want to hear me even more unhinged, then tune in on Thursday um, every other Thursday for a new episode of Chucklebits Radio. Or you can find any podcast associated with Chucklebits Radio at saygrandskidstable.podbean.com. And yes, I'm trying to change the Podbean's name. Did you? Oh, uh, and this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Did you ever get your sponsorship for for Chuckle Bits worked out? Um, oh, the <laughs> we wanted to get um, sponsored by a guy who does gay porn. Uh, <laughs> that hasn't been worked out yet, but we're on our way. Um, uh, yeah, and there's Stevie Grant on Twitter. At the moment, I'm private, so if you hit up uh, me on Twitter, I will add you, and you can see my lovely tweets. So do that if you want to uh, see my tweets, because they are private now. It's Twitter-exclusive, my thoughts. There you go. It, it's, it's more After Hours than After Hours was. There it's you some, go. There's some pretty kinky shit in there. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, so you got a plug? I am Rainmaker Agito on Twitter, Avenger on PSN, Suzaki Rainmaker on uh, YouTube. Uh, there were some... There's uh, somebody in the chat asking me if I want to throw down with them in some fighter fighters later. So, uh, yeah, uh, add that account, and I will play you in some Tekken. Um, we are Sega Addicts. Our Twitter is at Sega Addicts. And uh, we have some really cool stuff on our site, sega-addicts.com. We just put out a new episode of our main podcast, the, uh, the Sega Addicts podcast. Uh pretty cool stuff. Go check that out. Just went up last night. We have streams on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash SegaAddicts. Tomorrow night, 9pm, it's going to be Al and SegaFace with Ridiculous Wednesdays. They're going to be playing more Pokeball Mail. They may actually beat us this week, this week, so pretty cool. Check that out. And as I mentioned earlier, Thursday Throwdown, got a new co-host in the absence of Tom. TJ Katsune, a good friend, playing some Ultra Street Fighter 4, and uh, it's going to be a good time, so please come by and check that out, maybe uh, uh, throw it out with 
us. Have some fights. We'll invite you in. Add me on PSN and let me know if you want to fight. We'll get you on stream. It's a good time. It's a, you know, a night. And, uh, yes, it's oh, good. It's stop. fun. Everyone loves it. If you don't like Thursday night throwdowns, then again, you're in the Hitler Youth. <laughs> That'll be our new catchphrase. I'll put it on the yes. overlay. The, ca the catchphrase of this show is listen to it or you're in the Hitler Youth. <laughs> oh, God. Trigon says, I will fight you right now, guys. I'll put voice up. <laughs> oh, but let's put this puppy to bed. Thank you for joining us. We managed to avoid drowning and avoid getting cancelled as well. So, so no, this is our last I episode, I think, because I called our boss a dick. We're gonna get yeah, done. As soon as, uh, as soon as Casey Alright, we'll catch y'all later. Enjoy the rest of Sonic Boom. Peace out.